A meeting was called between the principal, the school counselor was there, my parents were there, sat me down and asked me what would I think about going to college. 12 years old and they ask you about going to college because of the fact that you're a math prodigy. Right. I took the SATs. I got 800 on the math part. What is that? What is 800? It's a perfect score. What'd you say? I said, absolutely not. I didn't want any part of that. I'd already felt like an outsider. I knew it was going to be much worse in a college situation. Like as soon as we got home, they told me this is what I was going to do that it wasn't going to be a choice. You left home at 12. Left home at 12. How did that make you feel? Terrible. I just felt they were abdicating their parental responsibility. This is one of the biggest decisions in your life, and you didn't make it. And I I regret that. Have you ever lived at home since then? I've never been home for more than a weekend since. When you get to Big City College, you are in a regular dormitory? In a regular dormitory. And you have special rules for it just for you? Just for me, yeah. So everybody else is running around doing what college kids do? Oh, yeah. Having keg parties, staying out all night. If you did break the rules, if you came back at 10.30, 10.45, what would be the consequence of that infraction? We'd have to go to a room and study for maybe three hours. Surely you've had to have done this once or twice. Oh, by all means, absolutely. For me, just to kind of test the boundaries. Did you have a job? I did have a job. I worked for the government doing computer programming. Create a code, basically. Did you have any sort of person that you could go to that could help you deal with a lot of these challenges you were facing? I did. There was a priest who took me under his wing and became a father figure. I have to say I considered him uh, like a dad. This is um, an older white guy. That's right. You're a young black kid. That's right. Tell me about that relationship. How did it grow? He was very, very easy to talk to. He he wasn't preachy. Like I was afraid to get too close to him because I'm thinking, okay, he's going to try to turn me into Catholic and I didn't go to church or or anything. Was there any time that you thought I disappointed him? Oh, yeah. I remember being involved with a bunch of kids who vandalized one of the school buses. I was there and was caught. And he uh, knew it. And he, he knew about it. There was a disciplinary hearing. He actually came and spoke on my behalf. Not bad having a priest speak for you, but after the hearing, you've got to talk to him. Right. What'd you say? I remember crying. I remember crying. And the only reason why I I cried because of the expression on his face about it. And he didn't say anything. He didn't have to. I, I, I felt ashamed. I mean, yeah, I was involved in that. I didn't really feel about that bad about what I did, but <laughs> I felt putting him person I respected more than any other in a position felt it reflected poorly on him what happened to the priest um I would go visit him like two or three times a year I would visit him more than I visit my own family about nine years ago he died had a heart attack it was kind of sudden too I tell people it was the worst day of my life 
you feel that your time there would have turned out a lot worse for you had it not been for the impact of this priest? I believe it would have been impossible. I don't believe I would have made it through, period. It kind of restored my faith in people because having dealt with parents who I felt let me down, this individual restored my faith in humanity. Victor for sharing your story with the snap. It was produced by the Uber producer, Mr. Mark Ristich. You are listening to Snap Judgment, and to hear more stories, visit snapjudgment.org.